There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to leadership. Discover your inspiration to lead by hearing from those who are in the trenches each day, leading themselves and leading others. We will learn about their unique leadership style and identify the shared qualities between those who do it tremendously well. Welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. All right, welcome back to the Lead with Empower podcast. I am super pumped for our guest today. Um, and you'll find out within seconds of hearing her, but I'm going to, I'm going to delay that for a couple, uh, a, a little bit of time right here. Um, we're talking to, uh, who was an old friend who became a new friend and, you know, we're, we're, we've done some work together recently, which we'll get into throughout the episode. But before we get any further, this is a, an excerpt from her bio on her pretty much brand spanking new website for pretty much her brand spanking new nonprofit. Um, but the, if this quote or this this excerpt doesn't capture this person, um, I don't know what does. So a weary family continuously making choices, sometimes by the hour or even by the minute. But their choices were always clear. Stay strong, keep showing up, and when you need to, lean into those who love you. And you know, if you want to take something that really exemplifies what leadership is all about, you can find it all in that little, you know, two, three sentences right there. Um, again, super excited. Our guest today is the founder, executive director, and family facilitator of Tied Together. This is Tracy Tiggy Johnston. Tracy, how the heck are you? Thanks for joining the Lead with Empower podcast. Oh my God, you got me all teary. This is so good. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I wrote that. Um, and, and it's so funny growing up, everyone called us Tiggies. So, um, you know, no one could pronounce Thai. And so that was just sort of how we, we roll. And so you, you hit it on the head. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Oh man. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have you in, in all seriousness. Like we've had a handful of these zooms over the course of, uh, well, since the start of the pandemic, we've had a couple in-person meetings and a couple in-person events and, I, this is this is a no-brainer. So uh, really pumped to have you on uh, for two reasons. One, um, to share this awesome uh, nonprofit that you are you have launched um, and what it how it can impact people in, su in such a positive manner and impact communities, um, which is what leadership is all about. And then also to hear your story because it's uh, it's impressive um, knowing where you were, what you went through, where you're at right now. Um, and, you know, given, I think our listeners an opportunity to hear that and hear some of the things that you did to, to be where you're at today. So um, excited to have you tied together. Again, we're going to get it out there a bunch of times and it'll be in the show notes, but it's uh, T I G H E D together in the traditional spelling.org is the, is the website for um, the, uh, the nonprofit that Tracy runs, and we'll get in the social media media handles as we get through the episode. But we were exchanging text messages yesterday, and again, if you need any more information about why this person is awesome, um, a couple things that you sent me were these quick videos of you working out. And one, I'm like, she's crazy. It's free. You can tell it's freezing. The breath you can see breath everywhere, layers everywhere. Um, and in the middle of these workouts, and there's a couple different videos, you're you're throwing these shout outs. So talk a little. You're throwing these shout outs out to people. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about the uh, the videos that you sent last night and what your 
your physical fitness initiative is right now. <laughs> I know. How about that? It's funny. So when, when you asked me to do this, it comes with a request for photos and it's so not my style to have photos of myself to use in this fashion. So I really just wanted to make you laugh. And I figured, well, I'm, I'm late in getting them. I might as well crush it and just dump a whole bunch of things on you. Right. And I saw the videos of me working out and I thought, well, he might get a kick out of these. So, you know, it's hard to get yourself moving and to be motivated. And for me in this new body um, that I live in after having a cancer diagnosis, it's, it hurts a lot and moving it is not something that um, comes easily. And so I decided to dedicate my workouts periodically to people because I believe leadership and um, healing is really about our connectivity to people. And so when I'm talking to the world about this family or this individual or this new baby that was just born, as I'm climbing up the bleachers at the local high school stadium, um, yeah, it, it helps lift me up and move me along. And so hopefully you got a chuckle out of it and other people did too. And the amazing thing is after posting those, so many people texted me individually and separately saying, oh my God, you inspired me. It's freezing. Why the hell are you doing this? But I got out there. Thank you. Or, oh my God, you made me cry. And really that's, that's what I, I believe we're supposed to do is to kind of hook up with each other and hang on to each other. Love it. Well, and it's, it's again, it's just another reason why I'm, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy that we get to uh, work together periodically, yeah. um, you know, throughout the year. Uh, and I, I super impressed just because you were able to actually like complete full sentences mid-workout. And I was just envisioning <laughs> my choppy, like two words. Oh God, two more words. Oh God. So Thanks. just <laughs> thoroughly impressed with, uh, with your Thank ability you. to complete the exercise and the, 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 the shout out to the folks Thank that you were you. shouting out. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and you know, we're all in this together and, and we're all fighting something or working through something. Right. And yeah. so I wanted it, I, I feel it necessary to show some things that maybe nobody wants to look at because nothing bad happens when you look right? Yep. Like we're all in this together. My hair isn't perfect or my outfit or my size or whatever the lighting, but the intention is what pulled you. And that's why we're talking about it. Right. And, and it pulled other people. It drew other people in right out of the gate. You know what, if she's out there doing this, having an impact on somebody else, why can't I? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, it's and fun. It, it, and it's it's fun. awesome. Yeah. I'm glad yep. you liked it. Yep. No, it was per. It was perfect. It, it was a great, uh, great chuckle. And again, a great reminder um, of the great that you're doing. And, and I think, and you know, people can do it. We're still in this spot where we might not be able to be together in person as much as we would like, um, mm. but there's ways to connect and there's ways to have a positive impact that yeah. go beyond like the physical hug or the physical time together. And, and you're proving that, you know, as we speak right now, Tracy. Yeah, you too. <laughs> um, tied together. You founded it in 2020. Um, talk a little bit about the nonprofit. Talk a little bit. Give us the backstory as to, to why you started Tied Together. And then we'll get into some more details about where it's at today, because this is super awesome and exciting. <laughs> well, can we just say you were one of the calls that I made? There were two calls I made 
before anything happened and you were the first and then Sean from um, the Smash Room, Smash Avenue and Body Rock um, was the second and shout out to them because they're just as awesome as you, right? And <laughs> what happened in the phone call that I made to you was part of the reason we grew and, and made this happen. You were open and you were receptive and you weren't freaked out by it. You entertained the possibility. And so I want to thank you for being enthusiastic and curious because that's part of it, right? So we called, I called you and said, hey, here's the deal. And the deal was at the time that we had just gone through my cancer diagnosis and treatment. Um, I happened to be a BRCA2 gene mutation carrier. My dad happened to have it. And likely my kids have 50% chance of having it as well. Um, so it's part of our family now and, and having to sort of work with that. My cancer diagnosis was initially stage one and it jumped to stage three B. So the only next location is stage four for me. And so I feel like I'm teetering on that edge, right? Like, I don't know what it feels like to have metastatic breast cancer, but that's what's at the next gate. Should I have to face that? And to me, it just struck this sense of urgency of, okay, what are we doing now? And because of the BRCA gene, I felt this really strong desire to do something for my kids because it wasn't just my diagnosis. It was our family's diagnosis and our family's understanding of what was changing. And I was really lucky to receive my care both through Hartford Hospital and Dana-Farber. And Dana-Farber, talk about leadership, like... When you walk into Dana-Farber, you feel differently. It's the air is different. It's sort of like when you go to Disney or when you're on a ski mountain, as soon as you get there, you feel the anticipation of it and you believe it. Even if you can't quite see it, you know it. And so for me, Dana-Farber offered a lot of extras that were important to me. And they offered mm -hmm. a support group that was a six week facing forward program. And when that facing forward program was over, um, we met every Wednesday, we did it via Zoom. It happened the first week of the pandemic. Rather than shut down, Dana-Farber just said, who wants to jump on this thing called Zoom? And guess <laughs> what? 35 of us were on Zoom the first week of a pandemic. When oh Hartford goodness. Hospital shut down, Dana-Farber was like, we're here. and one of the first sessions was to do uh, music therapy and Reiki over Zoom. Half the class was crying. It was so powerful. And I was like, they're onto something. This is wonderful. So I'm sorry. I know I'm giving you a long answer, but no, 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 this is good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So going through that experience, that six week program, I realized my kids and my husband didn't have that. And each of those weeks was healing for me and they weren't given that same opportunity. So Tied Together was established and built because that trauma had happened to us and I had an opportunity to begin to heal from it. And I wanted to share that with my kids and my husband. And so what we've done is we have created an opportunity for families to go on restorative and recreational outings. Who doesn't want to go on something beautiful, right? Who doesn't want to go paddleboarding or on this? One of the boats we have to take you out to lunch is a $7 million yacht. Like who doesn't want to show up to that? <laughs> right. So we're basically hanging a carrot for you and your family members. And by the way, family is defined as whoever you love and whoever loves you. 
Um, it, it, we don't care what your last names are, or kind of where you're from. Um, and so we hang the carrot there. We offer at least 25 different venues. Um, Empower is one of the locations, actually your two locations on our site. So families can decide, yeah, I want to go climb in the treetops and, and be on that adventure course. I'm really afraid of that. And we'll teach you how to get through it. So the family chooses their outings. And then we Zoom with a family before um, the outings happen to flesh out what are we working on? What is the trauma? What is the sadness? What is the grief? What is, whatever that noise is, beginning to give you new vocabulary and new tools to actually work with that instead of shoving it in the back drawer, right? Instead of pretending it didn't happen. Yeah. And by facing that in these beautiful locations and in these beautiful settings, our family facilitators are empowering, ironically, I love the name, <laughs> are empowering these families to grow beyond the trauma and to mm -hmm. grow above the things that were really keeping them trapped. And so tied together, not only works with you before, we show up during your outing, we have facilitators, it's always a team of facilitators. So you have two people with you um, and your family because who knows who you'll connect with, right? Somebody yep. may think, oh, Dan's crazy. I, I can't relate to that guy, but you know, heard that before. So bad, right? <laughs> so we give you a choice um, and we have that team and we follow you through. And then we challenge you because when a third party is there, other things can happen. So I could, for example, ask you, so Dan, remember last week when you were talking about X, Y, and Z, this might be a great time to mention that. And you can say, no, thanks, Tracy. But most of the people that are working with us lean into it and say, yeah, all right, you're right. Okay, here we go. And so it's really been magical. And the families that we've been working with have been nonstop impressive and bold and courageous. And it's working. And we're beginning to empower families to heal from really tough stuff instead of pretending. And it, it's... We, I had the pleasure in 21, and although we had some weather that we had to navigate around and move around um, to, to be part of one of the events, and it, it was it was powerful. It was awesome to see you in action and the and um, your partner counselor as well, and yeah, to go through the course um, with our, our the two family members for that particular outing was again it. The reason why it was an, an easy yes in that initial phone call back in like March of 20 or April of 20, whenever, whenever right. it was, um, was, was validated during our few hours together in, in the fall or in August, I believe of 21, yeah. Yeah. um, you're, you're almost two years in, mm -hmm. into starting this, uh, in, uh, starting tied together, um, what's been kind of the, the biggest thing that has been a, a pleasant surprise for you thus far in, you know, in really building this, this idea and this concept um, from, from scratch, what's been the biggest surprise so far? Um, well, I feel like I'm constantly surprised. So there's so many to choose from. So I'm going to choose two. Um, one is the power of videos. I, I had no idea. I, you know, I, I'm a visual person, so I, I understood that it could be cool and useful. Um, and we have partnered um, with Jordan Timbro, and he has created uh, some videos for us of these outings so that we can give families an opportunity to consider what it might look like for them. Mm -hmm. And 
that has been a game changer. People have called me crying watching these videos, whether it's a group of breast cancer survivors breaking pottery together or that that family that was zip lining. And it's that has been really outrageous um, and wonderful to watch unfold. And there's mm -hmm. more videos coming on tiedtogether.org. You'll see a few others. Um, and I think the second thing that has surprised me is how generous people are and with their, their time, with their um, openness and with their wallets. Like I have really, we have not done any real marketing yet and people are donating left and right. Uh, within the first, I think two weeks of our site being launched, we had 15,000, I'm 15,000. We had 15,000 guests, but we had um, $1,500 just donated. And I thought this is really incredible. And right now we're doing this little mini fundraiser in our, on our street. Um, and it's a bunch of hearts and we're calling it the spread the love event. And all of my neighbors were delivered a heart from us. And we included a letter about tied together and we, suggested that they might want to put their heart out in the front yard so that our neighborhood could be filled with positivity and love during this difficult, as you and I were talking earlier, long winter season. Yeah. <laughs> and the hearts have messages of hope and, and just joy. And um, if families wanted additional hearts, they could purchase them and make a small donation to tie together. And we've been doing that for just a couple of days and we're at $400 that my neighbors oh my are just sending me for a red heart in their front yard. So I think it's pretty surprising. Oh, you know, it's awesome. And, uh, and I, we have the picture to prove it. Like they're, they're literally lining the street. Like they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's like, I don't know, 20 of them out there so far. And the poster for the heart event is going out tomorrow. And, and we're I, like, I have to go buy more of these. And, and I, I'm always surprised at the good, right? There's no matter where you go or what you see or what you're experiencing, if you're willing to look for the good and occasionally assist the good in happening, it's always there. And so yeah. I'm just thrilled. And, and I think our neighborhood and, and I'm proof of that, that we just keep making it happen. And two, two points. One, I think if you, you turn on like the news, it, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the washing machine of negative. Yeah. <laughs> and it, so like what you just described, I think just is a perfect example of that power of positivity and the power of good and the power of connection, which is, is yeah. all, you know, important, you know, very important, critical in leadership. Um, and then, just that attitude of let's just do it. And we, we laughed at the start before we started recording, even about the website, right? It, it can, building a website can be this huge project and you can fight for perfection in every square inch of it. Whereas, you, you know, you got it to a point like, you know what? Let's roll with it. Let's get it out. Oh. Like January 1st, it's out there. We're, you know, we're oh. starting and oh, we'll make changes. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to evolve, but it's it's where it is right now and let's roll with it. And I, I that attitude is... You know, if we chase perfection, we don't do anything. You know, right. uh, we well, and I believe that people see and feel your intention. Yep. And I believe our intention is there on the website. Yep. There are other things that I would love and, you know, other things I had potentially envisioned. But ultimately, the goal of allowing families to find hope 
that was the mission. And yep. so when, when you go on our site and you see the family facilitators and you see the images of the doctors and of the counselors and the therapists who are all volunteering their time um, and that seeing those faces gives families like mine the hope that someone cares and that someone wants to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, and speaking of the, 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 the partners and, and then just, I'll, I'll, I would love for you to share some of the, the outings. Cause you definitely talked about the smash room, which I think can, can use a little bit more time. Cause it's so cool. Um, you, you know, the shout out to the adventure experience, the ziplining experience, appreciate you for that. Um, yeah. but one of the things that I loved on, on the website was that you and your team really drive to meet the family where they're at. And it's not this canned experience, uh, that you force feed down somebody's throat because they, they, you know, they got onto your website. It's really, uh, you know, customized, you know, set of counseling experiences and a you know set of physical experiences, which is awesome. Talk, talk a little bit about the, um, the family counselors and kind of some of their backgrounds and then some of the partners of tied together as well, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on our website, you'll see the different um, businesses that have jumped on board and, that's growing. I feel like every week, you know, I've got three new ones that haven't been added this week that need to get on there. So it's amazing to me how many businesses are also recognizing that they can do more and they can create more good, not just more business, right? Yeah. They, they can do something soulful, um, which has been just outrageous and wonderful. Most of the outings that we encourage and that we recommend are outdoor, um, and really sort of getting people out of their comfort zone, whether you're paddle boarding or you're kayaking or even just playing outdoor games. Um, the front page of our website, you'll see a family playing uh, croquet. Like that was one of the happiest moments this summer for me was playing croquet with a broken croquet set. Like it's really special as my brother would send the ball, right. And crush me and send me across. And we were just laughing and like, that's, that's part of healing. Um, so anyway, the, the options for locations, they include music and art and um, pretty much anything that your family might be interested in. We also have skiing. We haven't loaded that up on there. So mm -hmm. any outing that is something you're dreaming of, we will basically assist with. Um, there was a family that was considering doing a little free library build because oftentimes the things that we have to talk about involve loss and involve grief and involve sadness. Um, they sometimes involve saying goodbye to a loved one or trying to memorialize a loved one. And so our team will build a little free library with you if that's what you wish for. Yeah. Um, there's a fairy park that I think we'll be building in the future as well. You know, who knows what your family might need to heal, but we're basically here to tell you we can do that. Yeah. And we'll continue to do that. Our family facilitators um, are from lots of different walks of life. What they have in common is something I think you and I have in common, which is that enthusiasm and that quest for, yeah, let's do this better. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's make this happen. You know, they're all hungry for that. Um, and it's really been exciting. Two doctors from Harford um, Healthcare have been with us, really one of them from the beginning points. Um, similar to when I called you, I asked him, hey, 
what do you think of this idea? What about helping the whole family, not just the person surviving? Um, so that's been wonderful. We have men and women's, which is also wonderful, yep. all walks of life. Um, some have been in business before they got into mental health and assisting individuals and families. Um, some bring their dogs. And we have uh, you know, a couple dogs that are involved. If your family is interested, uh, that reminds me, one of the other outings we have, which is often asked for, is a puppy immersion. Like who doesn't want to sit with puppies in your lap? Right. Yeah. Then by the way, let's talk about how we could maybe communicate better with all the puppies in our lap. I'll do that. Right. So it's, it's just been really, really wonderful. And we also have another doctor from Dana Farber that's jumping on board. She isn't even on there yet. And so our hope is that we have a, a deep, deep well of staff that you as a family can connect with and find your niche and find your pocket. And so what we've done in working with these families, and thanks for identifying that everyone gets their experience and their experience is nothing like anyone else's. And it's we're huge. Totally, yeah, that... We're totally cool with that. That's yep. the way it's supposed to be. Um, what we're also finding is Families at times would like a recharge or a callback or another session afterward. That's great. We're happy to do that. Whatever keeps you afloat is what we're here to offer. And we haven't even touched upon the fact that um, everything is free for our yep. families. So if a family calls and says, you know what, we did this. It was so great. Could we just meet for an hour? I need, I need a recharge. They don't ever have to worry about where, how they're going to pay for that. Who's funding that? We have it figured out and we've got your back. Yep. It's, yeah, it's phenomenal. And um, it's so exciting to hear in just such a short period of time that there's been a heavy evolution uh, and additions are nonstop. And um, which is, I think, a great segue to, um, you know, our, our the next question here, like you, you're two years in. And it puts you on the spot a little bit, right? Like, where do you see this going? Like 10 years down the road? Like, what's your vision, your long, yeah. long game vision for Tied Together? So 10 years down the road, I want to be at every major hospital and trauma center as an extension of how we respond to really tough stuff. And I pause because it's so needed mm -hmm. and so doable. Like, what we're doing is not unreachable it just hasn't been done before mm -hmm. like your family is it and your family deserves optimal care and we know how to give it to you we know how to offer it to you and we know families that want that and so hopefully we'll have sloan we'll have dana farber we'll have you know the the big institutions that people run to that people, you know, walk through that door and have that feeling of hope. Mm -hmm. We would like to be an extension of those facilities and use the tied together model at all of them because there's so much room for growth, which by the way, we haven't talked about this either, but given the pandemic, the topic of mental health and mental health care workers is at the forefront right now. And how nice is it for some of our mental health colleagues to be able to work at a zipline course for a day. Right. Like, right. Like or how puppies nice. or totally. like smash stuff. I mean, right. It's, it's, right. Yeah. And you know, how restorative for them to see families actively taking on whatever their noise is and making sense of it. And so I just, 
I'm also inspired by them and want to offer something to them. And so, many, like I said, many of those family facilitators that we have, they're hungry for something different. Yeah. They're, they're not settlers. They don't know. That's okay. They're not that kind of people They're Let's make this happen. And so when you see that family or in the smash room, for example, and they're breaking their stuff and they're, you know, letting it out and they're leaving it there and they're high-fiving and they're hugging and they're embracing. That's why we show up every day. And I'm reminded of this quote, which goes something like this, um, where there is ruin, there is hope for a treasure. And I believe tied together is all about being treasure hunters. Like we're just looking for treasures and helping you to find your own. And so whenever I listen to a podcast, I always wish they would say something again. So can I repeat that? Uh, please do. <laughs> yes. Right? Don't you like, oh, I think I like that. But what was it again? So um, where there is ruin, there is hope for a treasure. And that's a roomy quote. Um, and I really love being a treasure hunter. And I think it's fair to expect treasures. And I, I, I think it's life isn't supposed to be easy, but I do think it's supposed to be spectacular. Unless There's supposed to be some rewards and treasure along the way for treasure. sure. <laughs> Who doesn't want a treasure? <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. And for everybody listening, it's tiedtogether.org. T-I-G-H-E-D together.org. They're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Tied Together. Um, visit, check it out. If you're able to contribute, whether it be reaching out to say, hey, we can offer this service or this experience mm -hmm. or financially or just getting eyes to the website to help it grow because I, I think there's something really, really special here and it's in its absolute infancy right now, which is totally. so cool. And we're with Tracy Ty Johnson, I got it, you know, correct this time. Um, the, <laughs> the founder, executive director, family facilitator of Tied Together. Our a little bit of a transition to pre-Tied Together. Our our first meeting, hmm. and I don't I couldn't tell I couldn't tell a year. I know the group, I, yeah. um, but it was probably in the early teens, early 20 hmm. teens, um, with region four schools as part of like a new teacher start a school year adventure yeah. retreat introduction um mm -hmm. so we met back in the day you spent um uh time in your professional career as a teacher an assistant principal special education director um mm -hmm. so a little bit of a different experience but also probably some parallels um talk a little bit about um you know your one university of connecticut yeah. student graduate and then um talk a little bit about that part of your your life in in education what got you into that and uh um we'll go from there sure um so my dad was um a board of education member in the town i grew up in i grew up in berlin um and it's actually his birthday today he's in heaven but we're celebrating with him right um and watching him advocate for the things he believed in passionately had an influence on me. And it gave me this sense of, huh, I wonder why he's going there. Oh, oh well, he's really worked up, you know? Um, and so as a young kid, I watched that and I, I was definitely curious about that. Um, and I always felt 
the need to fight for the underdog and to represent those who might not necessarily be speaking loudly or being all that noticed. And so special education was just sort of part of my nature. Um, and I, I have been so lucky and so fortunate and being a special ed director was my dream job. Um, really a remarkable, remarkable job and a remarkable teachers and a team of people that I worked with and really spectacular parents in every way. Like I was one of those administrators that believed that if we didn't have it, you just build it. Yeah. And I was a builder constantly. It often got expensive and I was okay with that. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, some people probably didn't like me because of that, but we added to our preschool, we added to our, you know, transitions Academy. There were so many rooms to grow and, uh, I'll never forget this one family that came to see me my first week in the job as a special ed director. And he was a doctor at Yale and um, they came in and I'll just put it gently. They were dissatisfied and I listened and I heard and I grieved with them. I heard the things they were sad about. And one of them was about their weekends and how their child with autism was home alone while the family was doing other things and how they had to hire a babysitter for him and, and how that wasn't right. And I agreed with them. And within six months, we started the first buddy ball uh, baseball program so that his spring, he was busy and playing ball. And that buddy ball experience then grew into buddy soccer and buddy track and buddy tennis and you know buddy drama and buddy art. And all of which were sponsored by all of these traditional, typical high school kids at Valley. And they changed my view of the world. Mm -hmm. And together that family and I really built some wonderful things because we were open to what can we do about this? And so my career was like that. Um, my work was like that. Let's just build it and make it happen. And I feel lucky and similarly or ironically, that's kind of what Tied Together is doing. We're building it and it's just multiplying and growing. And I'm trying to let it be organic and <laughs> guide it along the way. It's been remarkable. And it's, uh, that was, it's, it's funny that you brought that up because that was one of the questions, like it could be looked at as a very different career or, or whatever yeah. you want or profession education to, you know, the running a nonprofit, but really that, you know, the, no, it's, it's, that was the question was what, what from that part of your life is carried with you today and yeah, um, and I think, <laughs> right. The consistency of always being a builder with the lens of like, see the good, be the good, make the good happen. Right. Yep. And so it like over our mantle is this huge sign that I painted one day that just says, see the good. And we hosted a, a no mo chemo party, by the way, if any listeners <laughs> are out there who are dealing with cancer or have a loved one dealing with cancer hosting a no mo chemo party is the bomb it was so fun it was so great everyone doesn't know what to do about cancer and we gave them something to do it was fun we had an award ceremony right for the best meals and the surprise this so cool. and the best that and who who gave me the best rides you know <laughs> and everyone wondered if it was them that was going to get that little box of candy or whatever I handed <laughs> out. Right. 
It was just, and that's something I would love to get in the shelves at, at Party City. Like, why don't we have no Mokimo decorations, right? Like, right, we should. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, these cancer-free celebrations or what have you. Anyway, so, yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll put that on our to-do list. Yeah, we'll right. Yeah, add multiples it. running. Um, <laughs> go, going back to the, the buddy activity concept and because yeah. you can't just call it one because it, it, it encompasses multiple activities so yeah. you're talking high school students yeah. pairing up with either students who have some sort of disability same age or younger yeah and uh, you know again i think it, it ties into and this is somewhat off topic of but it ties into that idea giving young adults the opportunity to, to lead and do something great Totally. You know, they're, they're going to live up to that if the opportunity is there and if the support is there. Totally. Um, and like, and I guess, was, t- t- yeah, talk a little bit about like the, the buy-in you got from those young adults yeah. who probably didn't know what they were doing, didn't yeah. really comprehend the impact that they were having on people, but had a tremendous impact. Yeah. And I actually think uh, kudos to them because I think they did know. Um, so the way region four works, it's the towns of Essex, Chester and Deep River. And because they're so small there, um, it's basically the Challenger League, if you've heard of that in, in um, Little League. Um, we modeled it after that. And because the towns are so small, we actually ended up having buy-in from 12 other towns. Oh, my goodness. Like Old Lyme, Madison. Kids from Madison drove all the way to Westbrook to be with our kids. Oh, yeah. And <sighs> high schoolers from Madison High School were traveling with those baseball players and they're all in uniform together showing up. Like, so kudos to those high schoolers because I really believe they they are, were ahead of their time. And I had several actually that I wrote letters of recommendation for when they were going off to college and they were headed into the field of special education or occupational therapy or physical therapy because of what they learned on the field, yep. because of what they saw. And because of, again, it's about the relationship. And so, you know, I'm picturing one of those Saturdays and there was a family and they had three boys that were all in wheelchairs and on the back of the wheelchair is my three-year-old son. Woohoo! Whooping it up, right? <laughs> and having this best time and covered in dirt. And I used to call it the ponytail effect because on Saturdays I'd put my hair up in a ponytail. And I felt it was really important for our families to see that I wasn't just the school administrator in this suit. I was just like them and yeah. all let loose pandemic. have a good time yeah. yeah and so I think those high school kids really I, I'm so 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 impressed with them they showed up they were consistent and they weren't afraid they they hadn't developed fear yeah. yet um and just because it was unfamiliar or there was some squealing or there were some noises or there maybe there were some tears or that they were just sitting in the grass for a while they laughed with them and they were doing good. And I think they believed and felt that. And that's a big part of leadership is encouraging people to believe in something you not, you can't always see. Yeah. Right. Like when you looked across that baseball field, and by the way, there were three fields playing simultaneously. That's how oh many people we had. <laughs> when you look out at the fields and you see all these different colors and all these different kids, and you hear the microphones and the parents that are narrating who's coming up to bat and he's got a record of 500, you know, and, <laughs> right. I mean, it was remarkable that you could see 
good happening. You could see people changing. You could see the world is a really good place if you allow space for it to be. Yeah, yeah. That's... So it was it was remarkable. Yeah. Buddy track was spectacular. Like watching kids try to jump over these hurdles, and I just. I, and the whole buddy track happened because of a young lady at Valley who reached out to me and just said, can you help me get this started? I'll, I'll do the legwork, but I love track. I don't like baseball. I'm like, yeah, game on. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so, so awesome. And it's, again, I, I just the, that idea of building it for, in education is, is yeah. with you now. And it's for anybody it, there's no doubt in my mind that tied together is just going to continue to grow and do great things. Um, not just here in, you know, yeah, it's not just Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and as a matter of fact, our, our, our adventure together was with somebody from out of Connecticut, which is correct. both of them out yeah. of Connecticut. Yep. She was from Mad- um, Massachusetts and her brother was from New York city. New York. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, it's growing, it's going to continue to grow. And, um, super excited for our next uh our next adventure together whenever that might be so not not in the winter that's what we'll, we'll wait worry. until the warmer weather yeah don't worry yeah <laughs> you know i think one if i could say one thing about tied together tied together has always been simple right it's all about your family and the connection and so i grew up tracy ty right and being a tie meant that you played hard together but you stayed together because you're always playing. And this is just practicing and having families play in different venues. And that's really as simple as it is. We're teaching families to keep playing and we're giving them permission to keep practicing. Well, let's try that over again. That didn't go so great. Let's do it this way. Nothing bad happens, right? One of the parents that I was working with Um, There's this couple that we're working with right now, and they have a son who had a stroke in utero. And how do you raise that little boy who is profoundly disabled with his five-year-old sister who might not always understand why things are the way they are? Guess what? They have this whole thing figured out and they are crushing it because they're open to practice. They're open to let's try it this way. Let's go do it this way. And so when we went to the farm with them, you will see them in one of our upcoming videos. Um, they're healing and they're facing and they're speaking and they're sharing about things that are no longer scary. It's just adulting. Yep. You know? So awesome. So powerful. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it, 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 um, I hope, I hope the listeners of the, of the episode here are able to to learn more about it. And again, if you're able to contribute in any way, shape or form, um, it's a great group to be a part of. And it's a, they're doing just the absolute tremendous uh, stuff for, for people in our communities and pretty soon well beyond our communities as well. So yeah, it's um, super soulful. If you're looking for something deep, we got you. Yeah. If you want to feel good, you, you know yeah, what I mean? You, <laughs> you yeah, if you want to feel good, we have lots of opportunity for feel good moments, not only for you, but for the people that we're working with. Right. right? And yeah. The feedback is, and I think that's part of why our chemistry has always been so great because we both want this awesome thing to happen and look, it is. Yep. And there's no, uh, in, in one of the things I love most about the work I get to do through Empower and, and, and in, in partnering with Tracy is, you know, 
you can go home and when you lay down at bed at night, you can say, wow, that was a pretty, pretty positive impact, you know, for somebody else. And I, you know, I feel pretty damn good about it too. It's, you know, it's dual serving there and it's, uh, it's powerful and you can rest easy uh, at night there. So yeah, a um, lot of good stories. That's right. That's right. And again, it's, it's tied together.org T I G H E D together.org. We are on the home stretch, uh, home stretch of our episode together, Tracy, you nailed it. All right. It's, it's been absolute pleasure. And, uh, we're going to wrap things up here with a few quick hitter, quick hit questions. Keep you on your toes agile. Um, we talked about the smash room and you got to experience that. What was your favorite object to smash? Well, um, <laughs> I think, well, first of all, when you go to the smash room, have you been to one yet? I have not. Oh my gosh. We got to get your team out there. <laughs> there is a weapon wall and, and it, it's daunting. Like there are crowbars and I don't know what these tools are, but they're heavy and they're metal and there's ax and there's so many, a baseball bat, you name it. Um, so choosing that is almost as exciting. As- we'll go dual part your favorite weapon and your favorite object to smash. Yeah. We'll, we'll add that in. I didn't realize that the weaponry yeah. was, was such a big yeah. part of it. Um, I would definitely say the ax was super heavy, but very destructive. So I'm going with the ax. Um, and I had no idea. I've never taken a glass and intentionally thrown it. Have you? No. Me neither. So I think just the freeing action of holding a glass and chucking it, oh, so satisfying and so fun. <laughs> awesome. Um, you, so much of your work has been dedicated towards providing these experiences for others, other families, whether it be a, a brother, sister, or, or an entire family, what for you and your family, what's been your favorite kind of step away from the grind activity to do together? I think one of my favorite things to do together, I'll pick two. Um, one is paddle boarding. Um, so Black Hall Outfitters down in Old Lyme is a, a partnership that we have with Tide Together. They do a sunset paddleboard cruise. And so you go out to this little island and the sun setting is spectacular. You sort of feel like you're in this museum that is never ending. It's gorgeous. Um, so that would be one thing that I love to do with our family. And the second would be to ski together. So yeah. my son's a snowboarder, but we're all, the rest of us are skiers. <laughs> um, my daughter can snowboard too, but um, there's something about singing in my helmet as my kids are, <laughs> are flying in front of me that is just, yeah, sweet. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Um, again, I've said it, the kind of broken record about two years in. Mm with these two years of experience that you, you have gained um, in developing Tide Together and rolling out some of the initiatives, looking back on Tracy prior to starting Tied Together, like what wisdom or advice would you give to yourself um, you know, after um, these two years of experience? Keep showing up even when you know you're not ready. Love it. Right, because it's like what you said about the website it's never really ready. It can always be more bells and whistles, whatever, but to keep showing up. And even if only a few people show back, those few are going to catapult you to the next place. So to me, to keep showing up, because I think the, the one thing that I've learned is tied together wouldn't have happened 
if I stopped. And I had lots of reasons to stop. Probably a lot of outs, right? A lot of easy outs to say. Tons of, tons. Every month there was a handful. And every month there was a handful of, well, you got to do this. You should do that. What about, like, I can't, the list, I should have kept actually that list. I, maybe that would have been great advice so that I could look back at it and realize it's not that powerful. It's just noise. Mm-hmm. Most of that stuff was noise. So, so to keep showing up, even though you're not ready, because I, I, most of the time you are close enough to being ready. And <laughs> I feel like there was so many times that I would have canceled that meeting or not done that Zoom call. And instead I just jumped on the Zoom. Like it's even like today. Was I ready to do a podcast? I don't know. But yes, you we were. Showed up. <laughs> so we showed up and tried it. Yeah. And you, you nailed it, crushed it. Thanks. What what it what continues to inspire you to to keep on showing up and keep on doing what you're doing and keep on growing it and building it? I believe that families deserve better. Like families deserve optimal care, not mediocre, not an occasional support group but like ongoing, deep, rich, exciting care. They deserve that paddleboard experience. I think the one thing that I've learned, so one of the books that we often use is Oprah's new book and a Dr. Bruce Berry, oh, I'm holding it for you, but your readers, I mean, listeners can see it. Um, and it's called What Happened to You? And in that book, he talks a lot about trauma and how it changes us. And I I feel really strongly that families deserve to understand why they're feeling what they're feeling so that they can go through it and come out the other side. Mm -hmm. There's always another side. Why don't we just teach us how to do that better? Mm -hmm. And so I've been shocked by the silence of survivorship that so many people don't talk about so many things. I don't know who benefits from that silence. I certainly am not benefiting. And so we're trying to break that mold a little bit and um, understanding and growing and learning from trauma is remarkably powerful. And dare I say fun when you're on these outings, like it's a good time. It's a laugh. Let's go for it. Our, our brains I've learned want to replace the trauma points, want to replace those memories with the really good stuff. So, you know, when our families, I'm I'm doing this for your benefit because I'm so visual. When our family is paddleboarding here, they're going to remember that outing more than the day they were diagnosed or the day that someone passed away or the day that someone committed suicide, right? We're dealing with a family with suicide right now. Like your memories are going to go to these places and tied together is committed to helping you because we know the science and we're learning it from so many other partners that your brain can and will heal. We just going to keep giving you space to do that. And you have to feed, feed it without those positive experiences, which is what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we talked about hanging the carrot. We've got so many carrots. We've got a whole produce section for you. (laughs) It's not just a carrot. If you don't like carrots, there are other options. We've got tons of other things. Yeah. The uh, last question here, just a a bit of your personal inspiration or motivation for, you know, it could be a family or an individual going through the the process of a diagnosis and the, and the treatment, or just, you know, I think anybody facing challenge, a a bit of your wisdom or advice here to close us out, Tracy. So I think one thing that has served me really, really well, which is I never battled anything. 
I'm not fighting my cancer diagnosis and I never did. I'm still not. I'm finding my way with it and I'm figuring that out and I'm staying open to figuring it out and partnering with all different kinds of people. One of the locations we have is a hypnotist, you know, a couple of yoga teachers that we got on the site. There's so many options, but staying open to things that allow you to go into life uh, for your listeners to go into life with an open hand. Because when you go into life with your fists clenched and your knuckles white and the insides of your fingers are a little bit red, guess what? Other parts of you start to tighten up too. your shoulders, your heart, your chest, your face, the tongue of your, you know, it, your tongue goes to the roof of your mouth. Like there's so many things that happen to our bodies when we're making this fist that if I can encourage your listeners to keep an open mind and keep your hands open and soft, I think you'll find what you're looking for. Love it. Love yeah. it. Tracy, absolute home run. I can't thank you enough for, for spending an hour you with us You say that today. to everybody. No. <laughs> the, one, the ones when I'm the guest, they're like, all right, yeah, they'll see you on the next one. It, it, when other people come on, it's always great. It's great to hear, obviously, your story. And again, for others, um, I've had the pleasure of, of learning about Tied Together and, and um, you know, Empowers had the pleasure of being part of one of the events. And it's, I, I hope... Um, this helps spread the word even further. And I, again, I just can't thank you enough for, for joining us today. And thank you. Keep doing the good work you're doing. It's remarkable. I, I recommend everyone to empower and to you specifically, you're a game changer. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, sure. it's, it's easy when it's uh, spending time with people like you and, mm-hmm. and what you're doing. So thank you for, for doing all that you do to empower other people. It's, it's, um, it's a pleasure to be a partner with you. <laughs> sure. And you know, for your listeners, there's always someone out there that cares. Yep. Keep looking, yep. right? That's we right. care. Tied together is making it happen. And if it isn't tied together that serves your needs, there's somebody out there. Just believe it and you'll find it. Yep. Open hand. Open hand. Open hand, right? Love it. <laughs> yep. Hey, ladies and gents, that is Tracy Ty Johnson. She leads with Empower. Again, the executive director, the founder, family facilitator of Tied Together tiedtogether.org all over social media at tied together we'll have all this information in the show notes and if you i'm going to go back to that first quote stay strong keep showing up and when you need to lean on those who love you you'll get through anything thrown your way we'll catch you on the next episode thanks for checking us out great leadership may look and sound different however there are common threads that connect all tremendous leaders they are passionate about those that they lead They do that which brings out their best and the best in those around them. And they never take the easy way out because the exceptional will never come from easy.